High Noon with George Hook. News Talk 106 to 108. Yes, Bobby Kerr in for George today on High Noon and it's uh, Tuesday travel time. Delighted to be joined by my old friend Barry Kenny, no less. How are you, Barry? Very good, Bobby. I wish George giving that welcome every week. <laughs> I didn't think I'd be sitting in a studio with you here this morning, Barry. If you'd asked me what I was doing at 8 o'clock this morning, it certainly wouldn't be discussing travel with yourself uh, uh, with um, in here for George on High Noon. Listen, it's great to see you. You too. Um, now, for those of us who live in Dublin, I've yeah. lived here for 25 years. Uh, we don't often... Uh, see our own city as a tourist sure we don't no we don't and uh, I think it's an instructive thing to do and I saved like the exotic location of Dublin for you Bobby as opposed to uh, where we usually go around the world but I suppose this weekend Ireland is the epicentre of global tourism if you're not in Ireland you're in a place that's trying to be Ireland uh, and Dublin at the heart of that Uh, so on Saturday last, uh, I hopped on the Hop On, Hop Off okay. bus tour, the, the Do Dublin tour, as it's, as it's newly branded. And, you know, I, I mean, you say that about seeing Dublin as a tourist. Uh, I, would be, I won't say it was the first time you've ever been on a Dublin bus. No, not at all. My one thirty <laughs> into work, whatever. I live too far from the dark line. So, uh, um, but, uh, you know, it's a great place. It's a great place to live, right? Because we know the variety. We know it's become a very fun and youthful city and, and how cosmopolitan it is. It's getting hard to get a bad meal. But seeing it through a tourist's eyes is just a little bit different. Uh, and the first thing you notice is how many tourists there are yeah. around at the moment. To such an extent is that if you want to do your hop-on, hop-off tour, don't just do it casually. While they're plentiful and available, Dublin's busiest attractions uh, right around the city uh, were absolutely jammed this weekend. So Guinness Storehouse, Q, um, Kilmainham, booked out, Jimson, booked out, uh, St. Patrick's Cathedral queue, Book of Kells queue, and these aren't short queues. So does this mean that on the hop-on, mm-hmm. hop-off bus that yeah. you arrive at the Jemison Distillery and they say, sorry, you can't come well, in here? Well, now, in fairness, what they do on the bus itself is they give you that alert. So we had an early warning as to where it was booked out and where it would have longer queues. So there was good intelligence coming back. So that was very helpful in terms of in terms of planning where you were getting on and off. So, so of the of the attractions mm. that you wanted to see, then how many were over supply, over at, at at over capacity on the Saturday that well, you went? Well, three were completely booked out: uh, Kilmainham Jail, the Jemison Whiskey Distillery, we think only officially reopened yesterday, and and the, the little museum of Dublin, which when we which we arrived along at. Uh, now, I'd say all of them with a modicum of planning uh, probably would have been available, but we didn't do that. We just turned up. But just I would advise people if you're going to do this, uh, if there's things that are essential, check and book in advance. Uh, and the other thing I would say is that the hop on, hop off, you can get a 48 hour ticket and you need it. If you're okay. going to see the best of Dublin, <coughs> you really do need it. Um, I think the star is because on the Do Dublin, you have a mix of the live commentary or the pre-record audio and while the pre-record audio is very very informative you want to get the stars of this piece and that's the drivers we had Johnny Mac right and Johnny Mac uh, could grace uh, any radio studio he's got one of these perfect uh, voices in terms of both authentic Dublin but you know uh, absolutely melodic voice uh, irrepressible having the crack with uh, slagging us for being from Dublin, having the crack with the Liverpool Hen Party who we happen to be on board for, for most of it, uh, welcoming most of the British uh, guests on board to Europe uh, as they boarded as well. So, And you've got this mix, as I say, of the kind of Dublin wit and some really deliberately horrific cheesy jokes right. which uh, he's, he gets the atmosphere going. Um, so you're bringing around, obviously, 
the variety is great because you're in old George and Dublin, but you're also down in some of the, the historic communities like the Liberties. Uh, and I think that contrast is really good for uh, tourists to see. Um, we had, uh, in part of that, of course, the current World Roadworks Expo uh, taking place uh, in <laughs> the entire city. <laughs> in fairness, uh, as I say, we know it's for, it's for Lewis and there'll be benefits there, but it is quite striking, although I see they're taking the barricades away today. Well, what's happening, and yeah. I, again, I'm first-hand on this yeah. barrier. My office is on Stephen's Green. Yeah. I've lived it for four years. We're going to start getting, I believe, mm. uh, Lewis is running in June, and yes. then the real service. Who am I I'm talking to? This is me talking to the converter. <laughs> well, you know uh, all this stuff. Actually, for the St. Patrick's weekend, they're clearing as much away as they can. Which is great. So it's to make it easier for people to can get Can I ask you about around. the hop-on, hop-off? Yeah. How, how much was the 48-hour ticket? The 48-hour ticket is €22, Euro, and you'll see any number of uh, establishments around town offering discounts to so look out for those as well. But certainly, the most you pay is the €22. Euro. What I'd actually recommend people is do the full lap. Get your Johnny Mac or get another driver uh, to give you their full commentary and then pick off your places on the next run because it's about an hour 40 if you stay on for the full run. Okay. And then you can you can pick it up from there. Um, so I think for Irish people on it, it'll be the hidden gems. It'll be the things, the little factoids you, n- you didn't know before. It will be things like the, the Teelings Distillery. You probably know about I've the been Teelings or whatever. Uh, <laughs> up in Newmarket. And it's the only actual functioning distillery uh, in Dublin. And uh, and right beside you've got the Green Door Market, which is a lovely little market. I mean, I rented down the road. Now, I'm sure it wasn't there at the time, but I rented down the road from there uh, a number of years ago. And I was blissfully unaware of both yeah. of those and uh, absolutely fabulous facilities. There. I remember many years ago, Barry, well, not so many years ago, w- with one of the girls, uh, I think it was about her 11th or 12th birthday. Yeah. That was what she wanted to do, to go on, on the, the Dublin bus. bus. And, and I went with all the kids. Right. And I, I was in places that I'd never been absolutely. before. Absolutely. And, um, and, and, you know, and you think, to you my know, shame. Dublin and you see and the, the reason that the small windows on the top of the Georgian houses were to give the illusion of, of, of height uh, and uh, what was it, bullies uh, up at the, the Royal Hospital Kilmainham. And this was just a by the by. I happened to see the oldest graveyard in Dublin and it's absolutely fenced off in the corner of the Royal Hospital site, um, uh, right opposite where Kilmainham Jail is, which of course is a hugely popular attraction. And it's one thing, I suppose, in terms of themes. There are three themes to Dublin tourism at the moment. Uh, fighting, drinking and religion because you are commemorating 1916 and other acts of insurrection wherever you go. You obviously have the various whiskey distilleries so, or whiskey exhibits. So you have Teelings, you have Jemson, you've got the Irish Whiskey Museum now just at the uh, Trinity end of Grafton Street as well. And then all of our churches um, and isn't it funny, though, yeah. you know, I was talking to Michael Graham earlier about the Irishness and Irishness being associated with alcohol and yes. drunkenness. But, you know, if we're promoting the dis- the, the Jemison yes. Distillery, Guinness store, the Guinness Store, yeah. if there are major yeah. tourist attractions, what do we expect? <laughs> but, I mean, I don't have any, I mean, Guinness is a unique <clears throat> export and is an emblem of this city and this country. So, of course, it's important. I mean, I've been to the, the Carlsberg Museum in uh, Copenhagen and it's fascinating, yeah. you know, in terms of of those elephant statues representing the surviving uh, Carlsberg children. So, and I think the Guinness Storehouse, and I didn't go on this trip, but I have been before. And what I would recommend, because St. Patrick's Day is the one day when the hop-on, hop-off tours don't run. Because of the parade. Because of the parade. 
But you should get yourself to Guinness Storehouse because there's a fantastic atmosphere there on St. Patrick's Day. Uh, you've obviously got tourists from all over the world. The queues were a good deal shorter than they were on uh, a typical Saturday last weekend. And of course, you get up to the Gravity Bar. And I think they do a really great mix there of the heritage of uh, Guinness and the modernity and the global presence yeah. uh, that Guinness has now as well. Also for myself, Smithfield, probably an area I wouldn't be overly, overly familiar with. I also, to my wife's horror, discovered a shop that sells clothes by the kilo. This is how I'm going no to do clothes, clothes shopping. <laughs> Down in Smithfield. <laughs> Down in Smithfield, literally across there from uh, the, the Jemson. Uh, the name escapes me now at the minute, but you go in, it's 20 euro for a kilo of clothes. No way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Barry, just coming back to the, <clears throat> the, the tourist experience, mm. as it were, would you think, you know, given your own experience on the Dublin hop-on, hop-off bus, would you think tourists would largely be happy with us? Would you? How do you think they would perceive yeah. uh, your native city? I think they'd certainly be happy with the with hop-on, hop-off tour. Um, I think overall, when you start to put those entry fees into the mix. It's pricey. It's going to become a pricey day out and you get your little discount vouchers as you're bored and obviously Little Museum being free uh, and, and you can get the Pat Liddy walking tour for free as well uh, which which is a great benefit. Uh, but if you're you know, if you are going into Book of Kells, for example, and I'd never seen the Book of Kells before, Bobby. You know, I've never seen have it. I have not? to actually put my hand up and say I've never seen it. And I, I don't know how many times I've walked past it, but I have you've never only, seen you've it. You've only a couple of years on me, yeah. whatever. But you, so therefore, you have to be slightly more ashamed than, than I was. Um, but part of the thing, you go in there and there's this huge queue as well. And you think, well, I'll get it another time. How and much you, is the entry to the Book of it's Kells? It's 11 euro, right? right? And, you know, you have a couple of people, then that's 22 euro. And even if you're absolutely fascinated by this topic. You're fascinated by the, the, the monks and the craftsmanship. It's about a half an hour to occupy your mind yeah. for 11 years. And I just think for the nature of it and for what you see in other cities. Well, also, particularly if you've been to the Guinness uh, yeah. storehouse, you've been to somewhere, like you're, you're, you've already dropped yeah. 70 or 80 quid. Exactly. And you haven't eaten and, and, yeah. and gone to any of the great restaurants or bars around town, which, of course, are, are important as well. So I think that's why things like maybe the Museum of Modern Art with the free entry there uh, things like the Little Museum of Dublin, just on uh, the Little so Museum of Dublin, yeah. I, that is really, really a, a, the coolest place yeah. ever. And I'll tell you what I like about it: mm. you can be in and out of there in a very short period of time. Yeah, and I also love the sort of modern history yes, that it has. That's it. That's things it. like Phil Linnet, the Boomtown Rats. You know the electrification of the dark, yeah. whatever it was. It's, it's a people's all, it's history, all there. and and when you go, anytime you go, it is fresh, and they've put something new in, or they have the temporary exhibits as well as the permanent. And they, I mean, they, I think, believe have containers of material, so they're able to rotate it quite frequently. Uh, so. I think, and it's rated as such, uh, it really is a gem uh, in the city to add to all of those. So, you know, people will want to hit that balance uh, in terms of, I suppose, like any of us, we're not going to see absolutely everything. Uh, but I think it's a good overall tourism product, always in Ireland. We just have to keep an eye on the price. And when you were researching it, Barry, mm-hmm. when you were researching it, is information easily got? Is it clear? You know, yeah. again, trying to put yourself in the tourist shoes. I if thought, you I thought arrive so. here and you didn't know anywhere. Yeah. Like, I, I, I thought so. And I think if you take it even from the airport and the airport stands, and if you take it from the myriad, obviously I, I went with Do Dublin, but there are a lot of other tour bus operators uh, around the city as well. Um, their materials that they produce are very, very good good guides I've, I thought in terms of not only the stops 
but also the range of attractions. So, for example, we didn't stop directly in Temple Bar, but everybody got chapter and verse on what Temple Bar is uh, and what it isn't. How did the bus tour guy actually sell Temple Bar? Well, uh, it was, there was a Liverpool hen party now, so it wasn't too hard to sell to <laughs> I think they may have had it did on they, their... They on got <laughs> off there and you never saw them again. <laughs> on their essential itinerary. <laughs> Certainly some of them did, and some of them got off a Kilkenny design. So, uh, you know, those aspects, as I say, between the bar scene, between the, the, the retail therapy and Grafton Street, between, you know, things like St. Catherine's Church up in, uh, uh, in, in Thomas, Thomas Street, where I hadn't realised that that's where Robert Emmett was, uh, was, been was, there. was, was yeah. executed. St. Audience across the road. The only time I'd been there before was we were working on a project to try and tunnel underneath it with a new railway line. Um, but really great little slices around the place. But I do, I do think the information provision is a lot better than it was. You have those tourist signposts around the city as well. One issue, and look, it's a societal issue people living in Dublin deal with every day, is the, the, the epidemic of uh, both homelessness and, the, and of, of drug abuse is very visible. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's a societal issue for us and it's, a, it's an issue for, for tourism as well. Interesting you say that because I was in Amsterdam about mm-hmm. six months ago yeah. and, I, and I, while I did see maybe just once or twice yeah. an occasional glimpse of homelessness, yeah. it's nothing like no. what I see here every day Absolutely. as I walk even from Pier Street up to Stevens yeah. Green. Like, it's just, it's shocking. And I think... When tourists go down there rambling into O'Connell Street to look at the spire, yeah. effectively they can ramble into a war zone sometimes. I, I mean, uh, look, I work one end of Talbot Street, right? So, I mean, in certain ways I'm immune to this. You know, I mean, it, it has its problems. But it was there were so many pockets around yeah. the city. And this is, you know, the, the, the business, the tourism heart. But most importantly, you know, these are lives that are effectively been, been, been left uh, in the dust and uh, it's something that's tolerated. And it is, you know, the tourism, you know yourself, Bobby, the tourism business is hugely competitive. It's not yeah. just establishments within the city. It's us versus all of the other attractions that you, that you can go to. I think we've, I really do. I, uh, I, I'm a born-again dub, Bobby. <laughs> I, my parents are Cork and Mayo. I went to college in Limerick, so I kind of wasn't really rooted uh, uh, so much. But I love living here, and I, I think we have a great product to offer, uh, but we need to take care of it. And just finally then, Barry, as a as a tourist, did yeah. you feel, you know, being cheek and jowl with those tourists on the bus, off the bus, did you get a sense they were having a good time regardless Definitely. of the cost? And that's the thing about Dublin is it's the easiest place in the world to have a great time, in my view. You don't have to know where's cool. You don't have to know the the bar. You don't you're not dealing with door policies. Uh it's a very easy place to go out in to have the crack, to meet people easily. Uh, I even dragged a few people away from Temple Bar up to the, 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 the Georgia Street uh, and that stretch, stretch as well because that's where we all go out uh, and the pint is a little bit cheaper as well. There you have it, folks. Barry Kenny, a tourist in his own city, no less. Thanks for that, Barry. Enjoy Thanks, that. Bobby.